Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sporting 160 EN podcast, uh, number 186. Uh, basically confirming uh, fourth place, at least if we could celebrate in our backyard. Um, but we'll get into it. Let me start off with those. the panel, starting off with the Patron, Steph. Steph, how you doing, bro? Hey, I'm, I'm doing good. I'll, I'm kind of upset because we could have won the game easily. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about the game, of course. But I feel that uh, we achieved one objective, which was not to let our rivals celebrate the championship in our own turf. I thought it was me. No, but it's a him thing. <clears throat> He's on that Bruno Mascarenhas dial up shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, we screwed up in not winning the game, which uh, it was just a few seconds away, and we'll talk about it in more detail. Other than that, we did great in the modalities, and I'm pretty sure the, between me and Chris, we'll talk about it in more detail. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of, let's go straight into Chris. Chris, how you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, honestly, I guess just like just a briefly overview of the game. Just like I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised, like kind of how well it was going almost. Um, yeah. So it's not surprising that it eventually just kind of fell apart. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, as Steph alluded to, the ultimate goal was achieved, which was just don't don't have the party happen there. Uh, there would have been some fucking scenes, though, I will say, because... There were scenes before the game, so if they were trying to celebrate in there, there would have been some scenes again. Um, so we, we were robbed of some battle content, but we still got a fair amount, I guess. <laughs> very true, very true. Last but not least, the man, the myth, the legend, Rich. Rich, how you feeling, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, ultimate goal kind of achieved. We didn't uh, let the party in our uh, in our own backyard. Uh, we could have just turned the sprinklers on like they did to Porto, to be fair, if we really wanted to. Uh, and shut off all the lights if we want to be petty. But, yeah, I feel like this game was a perfect summation of the season. It was all going so well until suddenly it was not going well. It was, I was like, it was 2-0 going into half, and I was baffled. I'm like, I am not going to complain. Where has this been? And then as the second half kind of went on, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling, I'm not liking this. Yeah, honestly. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it in just a sec. Follow myself there. Shout out to Sam who couldn't make it, of course, to the, uh, after dark episodes. And, uh, before we, before we, uh, go straight into the game, we're plugging it away as always. Rich, my man, I'm passing it off to you, bro. We gained some ground this week. We gained like, uh, we gained like 10 subs off, uh, Let's off go. me plugging it, un- plugging it under that viral tweet. Uh. Yeah, we're... By the way, FIFA, drop Richard your fu- a fucking bag already, bro. <laughs> FIFA's not in the business of giving people money. They're usually in the business of taking <laughs> the, the taking money. money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're about 30 or we're about, I think we're less than 40 off now. I think we're closer to like 30 now uh, from hitting uh, 1,000 sub- subscribers. You can uh, just subscribe to the channel and you will have a chance to win a free emphasis on the word free. That's the best price uh sporting shirt from loja beard we will cover the shipping all the uh, taxes all the import costs uh and the actual cost of the shirt 
uh, one of the four or five if you want a goalie kit and you're a weird Adan stand, go nuts. Uh, but yeah, all you got to do is uh, subscribe to the channel, screenshot it, and reply to the pinned tweet on our Twitter at Sporting160 underscore EN. Facts, facts. I expect to see... I want to say by like... I was going to say by the end of the season, but it's coming. Maybe by the start of next season, I expect to see a thousand subs. Um, we'll nice. extend it through the summer. New day. We'll extend. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to extend. Yeah. That like, was the original go. goal, but you know, sometimes we we, we were on pace to hit it at one point, and then we kind of slowed yeah. down. We had a couple. Surges. I blame Sporting. Right, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to Sporting. Right? When we were when we were in Europe, like when we were in Liga Europa and playing like decent teams, we kept getting little surges <laughs> here and there, and because the team had nothing to play for by the middle of like. By like early May, it kind of fucked us. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't scam it. Win some, you lose some. You know. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that's what we got for supporting uh, this team. For supporting, supporting, supporting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into the uh, Befica game right away. Uh, we'll leave uh, Maritimo's debacle later, even though it's some some good talking points. I think <laughs> that's a fun game. Yeah. Eleven <laughs> uh, was as followed. Israel, uh, or sorry, uh, Franco Israel in that uh, with Adan getting a red against Maritimo. Um, Nunu Sanch, Inasu, Quach, Diomande, and Isgayu in the back line. Murita Ugarte in the middle with Pot, Trincaun, and Marcus Edwards up top. Substitutions of Paulinho, uh, Matheus Reis, Bellerin, Asugu, and Artur. Uh, Befica's lineup was they had Vlacadimo Jeanette, uh, Arsins, uh, Tony Silva, Otamendi, Grimaldo in the back line, João Mario, João Neves, Chiquinho, Davineres in the midfield, Rafa, Gonçalo Ramos up top, Ba, Guedes, Musa, Fiorentino, and Ristic coming in. Uh, 2-2 draw. Chris, I'll start it with you because you're on the very top. What were your thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, as I uh, kind of alluded to, I was um, kind of pleasantly surprised how the first even – I mean, I guess I'll just say the whole first half, right? I mean, yeah. especially like even, you know, through 20 minutes, we were, we were on top of them. They had the one chance where Israel kind of, kind of came, stopped, Rafa blew the header, but, like, it was, like, a sketchy moment. But to be honest, it was the only sketchy moment, in my opinion, because they think it just didn't really create that many, you know, goal-scoring opportunities, chances around the box, shots, forcing saves. Like, it just wasn't really – that wasn't happening. So, he was able to kind of – I mean, I saw people, like, were saying, like, oh, great game for Israel. It's like, to be fair, he didn't really do anything. And the one time he did do something, they ultimately scored immediately after that. So, to be fair, not fully his fault, right? But, like, the great Israel game, I'm just going to say, like, I, I'm not going to endorse that. This was just kind of like a, a nothing Israel game, to be fair. Um, but, you know, I guess he could have completely shit the bed in, in the big moment. He is called upon in big moments, to be fair. And he definitely is, like, to be fair, not ready, but... He just kind of forced out there because we don't have anybody else really. Um, and yeah, I, we, we took the initiative and I mean, I'm not going to say like maybe a two nothing lead was, was deserved a half, but I would say the one nothing lead was definitely deserved. What to go up two nothing almost immediately after was such a, a, such a good treat. And I was like, thinking like, you know, like there's, like, we've got this actually, like, I'm pretty sure we've got this. I think it's definitely not celebrating here. But like, it honestly looked like shit. Like they're they, 
they might just pack it up and just say like we're focusing on the Santa Clara game, you know, like we're not gonna try to like we're not gonna lose anything here, you know, um, as far as like players and stuff, like health health wise, but. Yeah, I mean, they kind of got lucky, sort of, to get back into the game the way that they did. Um, it's it's a nice header, right, to be fair, but he's completely unmarked. Diamande's on the ground. As Gallo's completely switched off, and I still feel like he just kind of threw his head at it, and it just, it, like, I don't, like, do you think he meant to, like, do that exactly how he did it? Because... It just kind of looked a little weird to me, but it was, in the end, uh, a great finish all the way to the opposite side. And then, I mean, that kind of set them in motion. They had, they obviously had all the initiative going into that moment. They had all the pressure uh, because Sporting just basically didn't really show up in the second half. Um, but they were holding on for sure. And then that moment happens, and then I'm just like, you know, I, I you, you kind of felt that the 2-2 was coming. Uh, I'm actually like the way that it did happen is incredibly disappointing. We'll get into the specifics, um, after, but like to concede, um, in the 90, whatever, third off of the set play that ping pongs around like that is just brutal, shitty, (laughs) bro. I mean, to this point, we might as well, we might as well just get into it now because. Um, honestly, after the game, like, or, or during that course, I'm starting to think, like, is it, is it just the keepers? Is do we do we start looking at uh, Vital and, and the goalkeeper coaches? Because how many points of between us? Okay, I mean, Israel he barely plays, but between Franco and, and Adan, how many points have we dropped because of them? Because of goalkeeping errors. Wow. I personally, in my opinion, that second goal is is ninety percent Franco's fault. How are you? How are you a professional keeper coming out of goal like that? That's ridiculous. I I think that um, yeah, I think that he's actually very like the ping ponging around was actually the best possible outcome because they could have just immediately scored off the first header or maybe like a header and then back across for for like an immediate goal because yeah, Israel yeah. is just so. I mean. It, it, it's a it's like a ball that that well first of all there's there's guys unmarked like so yeah. oh they left so many guys open you can ball. blame that on the keeper kind of right like it's 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 his responsibility to organize how he wants like his wall how he wants marking etc like so I, I think that that's kind of like an unspoken Israel error that there's just guys free back there then he comes then he doesn't come again that's a common theme I think we're seeing is. Yeah. He has no idea how to come out of the goal. If you remember the Marseille game, the corner kick that we conceded, bro, was just shocking goalkeeping. He gives me Ricardo and Patricio vibes. He's just not ready. I I just – maybe he's not ready. Like, I I don't know, man. It it seems kind of stupid that we're even (laughs) – the Israel experiment is even occurring, to be honest. But Yeah. Yeah. He's literally not a proven goalie at this level. Like, no, he's. It's not like that hard to just get started. a goalie that is at least proven at this level. Like, I can't. I can't remember if we bought him off Juve or if he came on a free. But I feel like we bought him. We for bought like, him. We bought like sixty percent of his pass for like six hundred k. Six hundred k or some shit. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, yeah. why we have Diego Kalai just waiting in the in the 
I'm surprised we saw zero. Just sign a serious goalie, man, from like another club in the first division. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think it's the goalie situation. I don't know why they situation. would go after the guy from uh, who's the guy from Jovisan that's played very well. Andrew, look at and Porto, man. They're just like, oh, we just bought the, like, the fifth from, best player and the fifth best keeper in the league, and he'll just sit here. We don't give a fuck. You know? Even the exactly. guy from from like Family Cow, uh, Douglas or whatever, like he's not. Even yeah, Luis Luis Junior or something. Or like something. That. He's sick he's, too. He's not I'm too bad you. either. Like, there's guys out. There's guys out there. Like you could. Does Benfica still have that former Boavista keeper? Uh, oh, health and light or whatever. Yeah, it's like I, it's like, I, mean, I just I don't get so. how we can't just get like a, a serious goalie, man. I'm with you though too. Like, look at <laughs> yeah. Porto. Porto signed Claudio Ramos like five years ago. Right Still there, mind. by the way. About to renew his contract. <laughs> they just signed Samuel Portugal from Portimonense. You know what I mean? It's like um, they have Diogo Costa. We barely have one like, series. They have and, they have Costa, exactly. and don't they have Marchesin still too? Like we Marchesin, used to I think have... they might have sold them. I wouldn't have shocked me if he was still there. It wouldn't have shocked me if he was We used to have like serviceable veteran backups, but we haven't, yeah. you know, in a while. Exactly. I mean, right now, the the best choice for a for a like a Salim Adan should be the serviceable backup. Is Adan yeah. exactly? Exactly. <laughs> this is literally this summer... the first time he's been a, like a starter in his career. He's like thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> and fair enough, he's won a league title. Yeah, I'm not saying it's been a disaster at Sporting. It hasn't. He's he's won us points too, uh, but in terms of this season, he's lost he's too, us a lot. He's of been points. he's been too hot and cold this season to justify being undisputed starter heading into next season. That's, well, that's the, my ch- the only other challenger is this guy. So yeah. I mean, God help us. That's true too. And a kid from the B team that clearly the the coaches don't want to put through yet. Yeah, who's literally like seventeen. Who's like a minor. yeah, exactly. Who's yeah. not ready yet? Exactly. exactly. He's literally a high schooler. Like. And, and after all the Adan slander that I've done and that I continue to do, we I think we'd win this game with Adan and Net, which is uh I think at the very I think at the very least it's it's minimum like equal result. I don't know. at minimum, I do think we might scrape by and get the win. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. I we'd see, right? Like we will never know now. Yeah, we'll never know now. Knowing is only I, half battle. <laughs> I still yeah. I'm still of the opinion that uh or I'll quickly give my two cents. I think I, I feel a little disappointed on how we came out the second half. I don't know who to blame, whether it's Amuring or it's the players. I, obviously, I put it on both because Amuring, you know, he, he made stupid substitutions, and I'm sure we'll get into that as well. But at the same time, it's like uh, the players out there have to play. You know, a lot of Artur Gomes has on Ruben Amuring to get this much playing time. I've not been impressed yeah. with them. I don't. I've yeah. I haven't been impressed since since day data like. He had that one run against Tottenham, and all of a sudden he has a career. He had like a he had like a run. He had the goal against Tottenham. Had a couple like decent games after, and that was it. Like that was he peaked. He peaked for a two week span in like October. Like, and I, I and personally, I think you're being even generous saying he had decent games after that. I thought he was. Uh, from my memory, he's just been <laughs> shit. He had two. He had two more like, It's more like a decent moment, like yeah. within a specific game. Yeah. 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 And it's crazy because they're throwing him everywhere. I feel yeah. for him at the same time. Yeah. Like he's a left winger and he's been playing right back at times. You know what I mean? So uh, it's clear that that this was a purchase. I don't know if it was okayed by Amuring or not, but no, this I was think a purchase so. just, no, just, I just to get lost. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Who, who knows? But it's nonetheless, the, the substitutions, poor. They fu- I think they, they fucked the game up. But even that whole second half, we were poor in general. The team, the I, team folded in the second half. Amuring, Amuring's not at fault for Paulinho again. 
Again, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Okay, you did okay to get rid of the defender. Fair enough. But he shoots it right at him. The okay, well, he got rid of the... He, he didn't want to shoot with his right foot, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's the reverse. And then he side. puts it to his left, and it's just such a... It's First it's off, so it's like bad. a little bit stuck under his feet still. And then it's just not a good shot at all. And by the way, that was like our only chance of the whole second half. It's mm -hmm. like, that's like the killer moment. That like, was you the know the Ronaldo, the Ronaldo, the famous meme, one chance, bang. Like, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the opposite that, of that, bro. That was almost a carbon <laughs> copy of the uh, the chance against Arsenal, which would have made it, I think, 3-0 or 3-1 or whatever. He's that more like, like a 12 chances, bang kind of guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like that's that's a carbon copy of that moment. If he puts that away, the gate that game is put. Yeah, back. it's not his fault, obviously, but it's just like, oh my god, dude! If you put when that you away, have yeah. when you have hindsight after the fact, like if he scores yeah. that, the game's probably done and dusted, yeah. and you're just kind of cruising at that point. And no, we couldn't do that because why in God's name could we have nice things? I just I just feel like it's it's too easy of a save for him to fuck that up. Make, there, make the keeper work I, harder. Flacco Dimos basically, bro, it was like I was watching hockey. Put the pads down, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it was a pad save. You know, like, I, I find that disgraceful, to be honest, as a, as a striker. Not to shit on, on Paulinho. I'm not saying it's Paulinho's fault we lost, but that that goal would have won us the game. Um, my we last didn't even thing lose. I wanted to mention. We didn't even lose. It just felt like a loss. <laughs> like a lot of these draws this season have felt, Feel to like be honest. Losses. To be honest, like the Juve, for example, not the. No. But anyways, the other, the last thing I wanted to mention is uh, Ishgayu. That first half from Ishgayu, yeah. Oh my fucking god, incredible! He looked amazing in the first half. He was taking point, guys on. He had a nice <laughs> shot. On Almost her, had a man. goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, holy shit. He was the one that really started rallying the boys forward. I mean, that first half, like, uh, Chris, you mentioned one nothing. Here's the thing. I, did, I didn't think here's the thing. I didn't think Bellerin came in the game bad, though, either. No, he didn't. He no, well. no. He I thought well. Bellerin was okay when he came in as well. He played well. I, I really Dio, somebody gave him fucking Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam. Bro, there was, before the game. There was, like, <laughs> a movement not. between Edwards and Ishgayu where he Edwards put Ishgayu through on net or some shit like that, oh. and then Ishgayu just tried to cut the ball in. Bro, it was... They they were connecting well. I mean, I mean, yeah. Pot did, so did miss from yeah. right, dude. Pot did miss from right. Pot missed a wide open net because he missed the fucking ball. <laughs> and that's the last point I was gonna get to. I feel like that first half we could have been up three or four. Yeah, that first half was total domination for us to give away this game with that poor second half. It's just it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth on top of that because. One, they came back to nothing to two two, so now their morale is all like, ah, oh, fuck you, Spartan. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But they weren't even that great. You're talking about these guys spent like hundreds of millions of euros on this team to win the Portuguese league on the very last day. They didn't look that good, bro. I know Joel Neves got the goal, so then everybody's fucking, you know, bigging him up. But what the fuck did that kid do that game? Nothing. We he actually, Mario, I was actually he. He he tried to force like several through balls that like would just yeah. that never had a chance, never had yeah. a chance. Yeah, and and Joao Mario, I've never fine. seen this guy bicker before ever in his life. Now that he's at Benfica, he thinks he has a like, fucking big mouth or some shit. I was so happy to see him gone in the second. Um, but yeah, overall, I I didn't think they were that great. So, uh, it's it's disappointing this result in my eyes. We could have at least ended it with a high, but 
uh, like the season, I should, I mean, with a high. We like, still would have finished fourth, but would have at least made Braga think about it on the last day. Exactly. We'd have yeah. Instead, instead it's game. every fan's open games. The, the tickets are free and it's just a party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rich, go ahead, bro. What were your thoughts? Uh, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this game sums up our season perfectly. It was going so well until it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I felt we could have easily been up. I think 2-0 was a fair scoreline going up, going into the into the second half. We maybe should have had one more off that pot chance where he just missed the fucking ball on a wide open net. Uh, really no complaints. I thought Ajgayo got some of Michael's secret stuff in Space Jam before the first half because he was fucking sicko mode. Uh, I was very impressed with him. Uh, I thought he had a good game. And like you guys said, I thought Bellerin as well when he came in looked looked good as well. Uh, second half was just they folded like a fucking accordion. They just gave up. It was so sad. I don't agree with the subs. I thought I thought Asugo coming in at that point was maybe a bit sauce, but whatever. You need a midfielder to come in. It is what it is. Uh, I The one that baffled me was Arturo. I thought that was the last guy who should be coming in because I He's not a natural defender, and he's defensive liability. So don't put the defensive liability on the field when you're defending a lead. Um, yeah, I'm just glad they didn't win in our stadium. I would have, I would have happily uh, endorsed them uh, turning on the sprinkler and shutting off the lights like Benfica did last year to Porto or whatever, whatever they did that. Uh, we did get robbed, like Chris said, of some shenanigans uh, near the end. There was alleged uh, stuff that Juvaleo was going to storm the fucking pitch, which would have made for some fucking scenes. I remember I didn't see that before the game. My dad told me, uh, like, just before kickoff, he goes, yo, you hear Juvaleo just storm the pitch? I'm like, that's probably not what you want to do when you're already at odds with the administration, but go for it. Fuck it. Like, if you're going to commit to the bit, commit to the bit. I respect Dossel or lack thereof, as I always say. Fucking yeah, that would have been that would have been some fun uh, some fun content, and it would have made this a very entertaining show. But uh, we were, in a way, sadly robbed of that. The greater good did prevail, though. I guess, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Facts, Steph. I'm gonna unmute you so you're not, uh, um, you know, driving in. But what were your? Oh, I kept unmute you. Never mind. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts on this game, bro? Well, I'm sorry about the darkness, but I'm driving home, so so that's why. No problem, no problem. Um, I had a bad connection. I was about to do the podcast from my, my office, but apparently driving is a better connection. What can I tell you? Um, <laughs> I, I don't get this shit. Uh, but I, I'm on the same boat as everybody else. Uh, at the beginning of the game, before the game started, I was happy with the tie. Uh, to me, the, the the number one objective was for Benfica not to celebrate in our stadium. Uh, but then when we when we were up to nothing, I even called my father uh, in Portugal, and I said, "It's looking good. It looks like we're gonna win four nothing or something." And my father was like, "Yeah, it's looking good." And then you know, like Rich said, and Chris, and and you, Danny. Uh, the second half, it's like Mourinho gave uh, the opposite speech, which was, don't play anything. Let's fuck it up and let's fold and let's just give them the game. And I was like speechless. I'm like, where's my sporting from the first half? What happened? 
And I know people say, oh, but they're losing something, they have to go to the game. I agree. But what about counterattack? Where the fuck was it? And then there's one thing that people need to remember. Portuguese teams cannot play like Italians. The Italians, they're the master in playing defense. But we're not that good in playing defense. Every time a Portuguese team decides to play defense, even the national team, when they play defense, we suck. Our best ability is to play offense. And Ruben Amorim, to me, gave the game away to Benfica. It's that simple. And it pissed me off because we had a chance to win the game. It didn't matter, like Chris said. I don't see Braga losing at home against Pas Freire, which they got the most of the second division. Uh, you know, but it was just the, the sense that we haven't won against them for nine games. So we had the golden opportunity to win this game, and we gave up in the second half. And that pisses me off. The subs were terrible. Terrible, terrible. Uh, Izugu is not ready for the for the A team. To tell the truth, I don't think he'll be ready for the A team. I hope I'm wrong, but so far every time he's come to the pitch, he's, the he, he shows up. The, the Amorim always insists on using him at I such don't. critical moments. Yeah, I'm like, why, bro? Why? Why are you throwing this kid to the wolves every week? Like, I don't know, man. Exactly. <laughs> Because he, he suffers of anxiety in big games. He always fucks it up. There's no other way to say it. And then Paulinho, like everyone said, what the fuck? I'm expecting more from him. Got to put it away. I mean, like Danny said, that was a hockey play. I mean, the, the goal from Benfica barely saved it. He twisted his left feet like, oh, it's nothing. I'll just give it this way. And and it could have been 3 nothing, and the game would have been done. And then Party also he missed a great opportunity too in the first half, and and that's why we haven't won games. We didn't win against Porto. We didn't win against Benfica, and Braga. We could have won the first game at Braga. We won. We winning one nothing. They tie one one. We winning two one. They tie two two. We winning three one with a few minutes minutes left. And what happened? They tied three three. We lost two points. The first game against Shabs at home, we we lost three points. The game against Povista, we lost. We lost three points. The third place, we didn't get it because of this tie. That's not what I'm saying. We lost the third place a long time ago uh, with silly we were, games. We were out of the title race by fucking like November. Like, we were out of everything. If by we November. would, yeah, yeah. If we would have done our obligation, which was to be more better against the so-called smaller teams, we would have been in the title, the title race, or at least. Guaranteed the third place. But now when they Paliga and uh, we haven't won shit. And in in in, uh, in the A team and female team and and, uh, and the youth teams. Because the youth teams apparently the most important thing is Afurmasan. The culture of winning titles is out the window. It doesn't matter. And I hate that about my new sporting. Because if you don't cultivate a culture of, of winning or being the champion and the number one priority is formar jogadores because that's that's all Amorim said the whole year. But if you don't cultivate that winning mentality, we're not forcing our players to go to the maximum to require to require more from them because at the end of the day they'll think like this: it's okay if we don't win. Okay, 
aqui é para formar jogadores. And that's a bong approach. Yeah, thousand yeah. percent agree. Um, just a few questions here on the chat that I want to mention. First one comes from James. Legality of the equalizer. A lot of it was made of uh, Quats. I don't want to say throwing himself to the floor, but Sporting even to the made floor. a statement. I mean, mm -hmm. the board's yeah. position seems to be that this goal should have been ruled out. What are your guys? What were your thoughts on that, Chris? I don't think it's a foul. I don't think it was yeah. a foul. And or offside. I've seen people claiming Fiorentino uh, yeah, you know, yeah. was offside as well. Um, you know, that's that's never going to get called. Uh, no. When they when there's a cross that goes to someone completely different who you know uh like florentino's position is reset on the, the that new header right so like yeah the, like he ends up getting near the the, the play afterwards but that because initial he's not cross touched, because he's no he, he, yeah even though he's offside at that initial ball yeah and i guess they're gonna say like oh he, cut, he, he he interfered with kawats but it's like uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that he interfered with Kowats because Kowats wasn't even directly involved with the play, nor was it a foul. So yeah. uh, it just feels like crying, a ref crying, classic to go ref crying. And yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get behind that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Chris. Like, yes, Florentino's offside at the initial ball, but he doesn't touch the initial ball, which people seem to miss in the offside rule suddenly. Uh, and then when that, the second, when the, uh, the piece of contact's made, he's already back in an onside position. And yeah, I don't really think it's a foul. And if it's a foul, it's a very, very, very soft foul. It can't so, be called. That can't be called. Yeah, he doesn't even grab him or anything. That. You like, know? That's, that's never a foul to me. Personally. I was actually surprised by how little it was, you know, because the way with the Quats was protesting and just continuing to sit you on may, the ground, you, like you would have thought, like, I'm really confident that the VAR is going to look at this. Dude, even, yeah, over and, and this. Yeah, dude, uh, they're net like on no planet are they. Ever, it looks, you know, it looks bad. It looked like kind of bad on like just initial like regular speed, real time, at like a certain angle. Then you start to see like the other angles at like a slower pace, and you're like, no, there's nothing there. Like. They just bump bodies and he just falls over. Really, yeah. you're like, gonna have it in the chaos that is world yeah. soccer. You're gonna they have lightly block. They like brush bodies, <laughs> and especially in a derby, bro. You're not. A, yeah. Don't expect to get it's those. The ninety fourth minute. Okay, and and let's just say everything happens the same. Okay, get get up, man. Get up. Keep yeah, playing. Exactly. The play continues. You play till you play ten to the seconds. Whistle. The play goes on for ten more seconds. He's just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. You play to the I, fucking whistle. And the thing I don't is, think, it's, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's a foul at all. I mean, yeah, block, yeah. block, there's a corner kick and so on and so on. I agree a thousand percent with Chris, Richard, and that, but I think it's an offside. I've seen a lot of bullshit ball side, uh, offsides this, in this league. Two centimeters, six centimeters, 12 centimeters, and all of a sudden, it's not an offside. Yes, it's a fucking offside. Put the line, and you'll see it's a fucking offside all day long. Don't tell me it's not an offside. It is an offside. To me, it is a clear offside because I saw it slowly in in, in replay, and it's an offside. But and, and they've called they, they've canceled some of our goals by twelve centimeters, even six. I believe one goal was six centimeters. So don't tell me it was not offside. It was offside. But at the end of the day, I'm not upset about that goal 
I'm more upset about Pauline missing a goal and Pot missing goals and, and uh, Artur missing goals. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. And, and, and there's a lot of people that look horrible in this play. Israel looks horrible. Diamande looks horrible. Completely uh, whiffs on the header. Esugu yeah. um, no. doesn't necessarily look horrible, but he if he can just clear that, that off the line a little bit clear. harder or a little bit to the side, Oh, like kind of just sweep it away from the goal instead of just right back into the middle. Yeah. Maybe it's different. Yeah. Uh, I, Israel kind of makes a good save, but I was actually just looking at the replay a second ago on the other side. I actually don't know if he saves it. I think it might hit pulling you in the it's chest. Paulinho. I'm not it's sure. Paulinho. I think it might it's have been Paulinho. Paulinho. Okay, so Paulinho Israel, was the, Paulinho was the goalkeeper in that play, bro. He should have okay. been the one played a goal for last game. <laughs> yeah, they should have exactly. kept Paulinho in. So, yeah. So, I was I actually thought Israel might have made, like, a great save, but nah. It looks it, looks it like at, <laughs> at, like, real speed. What a shit house! But in slow-mo, you're looking, you, I think it does. Yeah, and Kowats as well, you know, just, just chilling, watching it, taking it in. He's sat like me at perfect, home. Perfect view of it. My <laughs> thing with that, too, is, like, this isn't the first time Kowats has done that. And more often than yeah. not, he never gets these calls. No, he's, like, over 20 lifetime. Like, he, he yeah. never gets them. So, like, why are you continue doing them? What's the point? You, I mean, you just, think, just think of back, shots, like, take, brother. Yeah, facts. VAR <laughs> really is never going to overturn a goal for something that isn't directly related. Like, mm-hmm. even if there's grabbing and shirt grabbing in the box, if the, another guy who heads it or whatever, like, they never overturn it, like unless the guy who scores is getting unless grabbed, it's you know? unless it's, it's yeah. one of the causes of the goal. I mean, how many times have you seen a goal being scored and and then uh, a, a minute and a half later, the VAR calls the, the referee on the pitch and, and and they review the play from from twenty passes ago and they cancel the goal. <laughs> to be fair, they were actually reviewing it for yeah. a while, so I guess, I, for a, for a I guess what they were determining was if uh, is if Florentino was involved in the play enough. I guess. Right? Yeah, was the initial play like uh, does he make contact on the initial play while, while he's offside? But here's that? the thing: if you're, I guess, if you're going to potentially argue, maybe Kowats was going to challenge for that. I'm pretty sure Kowats is facing the ball. So, like, if he's going to turn and run, it's not like he's obstructed because he's chasing the ball or he's moving to head it or something. I don't know. I think it's a very I mean, go, go up the big guy. So, if uh, – if, uh, Yeah, maybe he was about his turn, but – What's his name? Just, Fiorentino. Is that yeah. his name? Florentino, if, I think. Florentino. If Florentino was blocking him and Kowatz is such a big guy, he could have blocked him too. What the hell? He goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I can't get behind this one. I I really don't think yeah. he's involved in the play. I mean, and plus, they're just they're never gonna overturn ninety fourth minute goal for anyone really on that. I don't think. Never with the offside. That's all. I'm besides the foul. I'm not. I'm not really. Caught. Yeah. It's it wasn't a foul. But the offside, it was obvious to me. It was. It was. If you go to the the beginning of the play, it is an offside. It, but I get it. Benfica had to tie the game. So the morale was up, but let's let's be frank. Who who the hell thinks Benfica who's at home against Santa Clara? It's a, a uma filial do Benfica. Got six nothing written. Do you all believe over in it. miracles? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and the most is come on. They, we all know they're going to lose like four or five nothing. And, and go so still going to win. If Benfica loses that game, they're going to no. torch the Estadio. No, then. Lose the game, bro. Come on. Zero, zero draw and four. Zero draw and four. Fully 
número 12 ou 14 do Benfica, they still get money from Benfica and shit. Are you kidding me? They're not gonna. Even if, even if Santa Clara weren't already relegated, even if they needed a win to save themselves, they still would have lost it. this game. They still would have lost this About game. that. But they're already relegated, so it's a done deal. Exactly. In a, in a, in a make-believe world, if, if Santa Clara pulled off the impossible, I think they would burn down the Estadio de Luz. <laughs> I think it would make Alcachet look like I, a fucking minor I, I also think they would burn down the, the Estadio de Luz. I forget what it's called now. I think the only the, the, the only Santa Clara winning against Benfica, it, it, I mean, I hate to be so malicious, but in Portuguese uh, uh, footy, everything happens. If it's Porto gets involved with a third person, brought them with lots of money. That's the only reason. The only it way. It doesn't need to be money. You women and watches are things, too. <laughs> <laughs> money isn't everything for some reps. Uh, a fruta, a fruta. <laughs> a fruta. There you go. Last, uh, last question. I think Dave brings up a good point. I feel like me and Dave might only be like the last two uh, uh, pro Amurin guys around. But um, he's asking, was this more of a signal from Amurin to the sad class board overall? He cannot be happy with selling players of grand calidad, no? Like meaning that second half, the substitutions. I mean, I think it's a bit of a stretch, but something to be considered at least. Right. That's the options he's got, right? Like, let's look at the sub. So, Paulinho's your number one striker traditionally. So that can't that that's a wash already. Bellerin was came from Barcelona. Is not a bad player. I call that a wash. I think you can argue Artur and Asugo should not be on the bench. And you could maybe make a case for Mateo Schreich just because he's had an off season. But I would still be fine. So, three, two out of your three subs, I don't think have any business being there realistically yeah but there's nobody better really there's no but there's no one like we said there's no one there this squad this team has almost no depth and yeah we can him and hob and braganza being hurt all season that that does kill your midfield depth quite a bit right because you imagine he would have had significant minutes this season for sure especially with mateus nunes being uh having been sold so you would figure braganza would fill in that role at the end of the day, you should still somewhat account for an injury happening, and hopefully you have a decent backup. And the ones they had, they've had all season, just have not been up to par for the most part, well, save for a couple well, of moments. Well, but I guess it was supposed to be uh, the backup for Morita. Yeah. But we we never had a, a really great backup for Ugart. And you can no. expect Ugar to play fifty uh, something games. It's impossible. So that that's Izugu was supposed to be his backup, but he wasn't ready, and he's still not ready. I think too they they've not put Izugu in any positions to actually succeed either. It's always been let's just toss him to the wolves. They've never he hasn't really, started a lot of games. He either. hasn't started a lot of games. He doesn't. He always gets. It's almost like they just throw him into the worst situations possible for like an eighteen-year-old. Sometimes and like some guys swim great, some guys sink. I think he's a guy who needs to be helped along a little bit more. And that and there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't don't do that to your young guys, especially if you see something in them. You gotta be you gotta show some leeway with them and, and show some understanding with a guy like that. Don't just, throw to- him to the, don't just throw him to the fucking wolves every week and then be surprised when he's got he's anxious and he's not performing like you would hope. 
Our biggest Achilles for me was uh, the striker. We didn't have yeah. Yeah. good enough backup. Shirimiti was not answer. Well, is Shirimiti capable of becoming a great striker? Yes, but he's too green. We all agree on that. And then uh, we didn't have a great backup for Morita. Uh, and also, Zgayu was left by himself. Uh, Berlin, uh, what the fuck his name is, wasn't good enough as Borrell. Um, and that sums it up. Uh, but to tell the truth, there's nothing could have done with Pelinha and uh, and uh, o Brasileiro. Uh, Matheus Nunes. Nunes. Because it was a time to leave. They wanted to make their jump and make money. And it's it's kind of hard for clubs to hold players when they say, hey, I really want to go. So it, it's just the way it is. It's, it's the way it's going to be for until the league ever gets his head out of its ass, right? Like, yeah. until, we until don't, Portuguese we... football actually wants to move forward, <laughs> people want to actually modernize shit. That's that's going to be the model, is you have to sell guys. Yeah, you I mean... You just don't I, have I, enough external revenue coming into the club. I hate to say, look, look at Sporting, we, we spread too thin. We, we have, and I don't want to be the one saying this, but I'm going to say it, and a lot of people disagree with me, which is fine. But we spread too thin. We have modalities that we're just playing for playing. We're not fighting for titles. And for me, for me, it's like this. If we can save some some money with those modalities, they're not playing for titles. I don't think it should exist. How I'm just going to call it. How many Lily Dodge do we actually have? Because there's we oh. have Lily Dodge. I don't. Need, I didn't even know existed. They have like 55. Jesus Christ. We have modalities that jugam só para jogar. That that's just to say we have them. Uh, are yeah. they, uh, do they cost a lot of money? Uh, no. Probably not in the grand scheme of in the grand scheme of things. Probably not. But, but the uh, problem is they don't make enough money. No, they don't. Yeah. They bring yeah. 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 So you're just losing money on the on You without enough revenue, enough sponsors to supplement all the modalities we have. We all in a hole financially. Um, and then the, the soccer team, our soccer team suffers. Because the funding, we don't have enough for good players and for good salaries. Uh, and I hate to say it, but we'll never, we'll never win a Champions League, never in our lifetime. Oh, of course. Oh. But much, you do, do you know what we do have money for stuff? Conference League. <laughs> but you know what? I'm thinking about that. Imagine yourself as president of Sporting. Yeah. And then yeah. you, your players make more money than you. And he was not even making 250. I'm not against I'm not, the, the 250. How much he's gonna make? Actually, I think that's how I we should make money. that money. I'm not against. It. The thing is, you're asking for money when we're not even call. The timing is off. That's all it is. It's the timing that pissed me. Yeah, that pissed me off. because the president of Sporting should be making at least 250. It's not a lot of money for all the headaches he's getting. Uh, you know, but. Why have seven vice presidents? Again, I'm going to talk yeah. about that. Why yeah. the fuck do you have so many vice presidents? They, they could uh, stream down the amounts of vice presidents they have, dirigents they have, and then that could actually mean that they could have more employees with more low-income salaries. You cut, well, we need three, you cut out three vice presidents at, like, let's say they're all making 100 grand each. That's 300 grand. That's a player on your team right there. That's a roster player. Well, I won't even say I won't even say a player. I'll say like I'll say yeah. like reinvest that into like the marketing team that's like 
pretty much gone stagnant. We keep doing the. I mean, at first, innovative as fuck, right? Backstage sparting. They were they were trying a lot of cool things that no one was really trying. And maybe it has something to do with results. They don't want to put out more content because of that. I I get I would get that too, but. Uh, we we still we're still not perfect. I think we're we might be the best in Portugal in terms of that. But that three hundred thousand that we're saying that maybe you know one of the seventeen fucking vice presidents like Steph is saying that we have, bro, put that money elsewhere. We can easily divide our funds up better or put that towards a mutualidad. Three hundred thousand. I feel like that's the big, I feel like that's three hundred thousand in the women's game. That's so a lot much. of fucking money. And we can actually maybe compete with Befica and Braga in the women's game if if you know we uh, yeah. If we're smart but, about but the, this shit. The women's game, it's not only uh, in the ladies' uh, footy, it's futsal. It's, it's, it's for all the ladies. All the ladies, they've been spanked. The only, the only, uh, the, the, the only modality the ladies actually shine was track and field. Yeah. And volleyball, they won the, the, uh, the, the cup of Portugal. And rugby. Mm-hmm. Besides that, everything else, they got spanked and abused. Because Mifika pays a little bit more. Uh, and I get it. It's a good strategy by Mifika. Uh, look, look at Mifika. They're losing their best player, Chloe. Chloe's just going to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And I, there's nothing they can do because they're going to double her salary. But Mifika pays a little bit more to soccer players. And they, they have the best soccer players in Portugal. Yeah, and it's it's profitable after that too, right? So... Anyways, um, last thing on this, I think Dave brings up a good point when we mentioned the Sugu and the likes. Having a B team in the third division is no good because when you throw them up to the first division, basically they're missing out on Liga 2. Um, yeah, our B team's a fucking waste of space. I'll say it right now. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's a waste of space because they're in the third. That's why it's a waste of space. Well, if they have a U23 the, team and a B team, like which one would you really The thing is, and, and the, B the, the, the B team. The B team. Bruno Carvalho gave a perfect I, last fuck you to Sporting when he I agree with, the B team I agree with Chris. and got a U23. Yeah. Sorry, Steph. I agree with Chris. The U23 is the waste of fucking time. That's why they call it's not It's not called Uma Liga do it's called Liga Revolução. That says it all. A revolution league. It means nothing. Here's the here's the here's the truth of the the U23. Sporting fought for it as a cope because the B team got relegated out of the second division. But it was before they made Liga Three a serious league and reformatted it to make Liga yeah. Three like pretty good. And yeah. like a professional, semi-professional. Yeah, three is actually hella entertaining. Yeah, it used to be the Campeonato yeah. overall, which is It's more amateur. fun than fucking first division. The third division, yeah. The third division used to be amateur, now it's semi-pro. So yeah. it was just cope because they wanted to make a team because the other one was relegated. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, now, you got, but now League of Three exists, team. so you could delete uh, Super 23. Delete your, delete your uh, fucking you B team base. or your, your 23 team. You have enough junior teams anyways. Yeah, like, I mean, like Estudio Praia wins it and shit, and it's like, what youth players do they even have? Like, no, no yeah. one, no one gives any relevance to that stupid league. That's why it's called League of Legends. Toys is a good team. It's like, bro, like, like, bro, it's the it's, 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 it's the league of league of league. Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's they get they don't fit in uh, under nineteen. They don't fit in the B team. Oh, we have a place for you under twenty three. League of Legends. Yeah, make sure you reveal yourself. Na Liga Revolução. Oh, my fucking eyes, man. 
They should call it the fucking Make a Wish team at this rate. No, the scrubs. The scrubs. Brutal. Just get her scrap and it's fucking a waste of time. It's made that there, There's the money. There's 100k you're saving, you're saving right there. Oh, Just yeah. Fucking team. Like, that's that team. There's no need. There's it's, zero need for it. You cannot. I'll, I'll die on this hill. You cannot convince me otherwise. Supporting those players to to uh, first division teams, lower tier, or second division teams, lower tier, than having that under 23 team. Yeah, because at least they're going to be playing against like guys who are their skill level. Guys <laughs> will uh, step on them and te 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 teach them manners and how to be malicious. Yeah. Um, all right, back to last thing on this game. If you guys have a man of the match, uh, Steph, I'll start with you. The man of the match for me? Yeah, the match. The man of the the man of the match for me was uh, Pinedo. <laughs> I like you, Rich. To me, it's, it's, uh, it's an offside. To me, it's an offside. There's nothing I can tell you. Uh, I'll give it to Trin Cal because his goal got me up off my feet, and that was yeah. a fun moment while it lasted. Because I thought Fair he, I thought he fucked up I'm like this fucking idiot. I'm like, oh wait, no, he didn't fuck up. He scored. <laughs> he screwed up. So I'll, I'll give it to Trin Cal because that was a fun goal, and he's been okay. He's, he's that's his ups and downs. He's starting to improve. Right. Starting to improve. I think with, a, I think now having a full season and he'll he'll get a full preseason under him. I I I think you'll see a bit more. Consistency from that was his thing. He was hot and cold. Yeah, like a lot I, of guys on this team. <laughs> I only worry how much the pressure is going to get to him because I feel like we'll probably sell Edwards or Pot. And so I think we'll sell Edwards. I think Pot stays. Yeah, I agree. But but still, I think one of the two will leave, and uh, then more pressure on uh, on Trinko, and we'll see how he lives with it. Yeah, we have like um, eighty thousand. We have like eighty thousand wingers. So like. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many wingers. They all suck. <laughs> After these three, they all suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Fatau convert... gets put at right wing, so well, or at right Nuno back. Sa Nuno Sanch isn't even a natural left, like full left yeah. wing back. We just throw him. Played well. That's a name we haven't mentioned, but I thought he did well. Yeah. Um, he's not a natural left. Uh, he's a, he's a natural winger. We just toss him there because we had nobody else at left wing back. So yeah, and it's also because of how how wide we play with our fullbacks. They're yeah. basically wingers, right? But um, but yeah, uh, my man of the match. If if it was only the first forty five minutes or even forty two minutes, I would say Diomande. But um, that's that second half. So fucking yeah, boring. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Ugart. A lot of tweets going around that, uh, and uh, I think choice. James just said it too. Um, a lot of tweets going around. He's the best player in the league. I don't think so, but I'm not gonna argue that. I'm with that. No, he is the um, best player in the league. Pay us eighty million dollars for him. Yeah, facts. Good point, Rich. My <laughs> we'll bad. Liverpool, you listening? Best player in the league. Best player in the league. Mil. Give us give us two bags. Don't give us the bag. Give us both the bags. <laughs> facts. You too, FIFA. We haven't forgotten about you. Yeah. Um, and Chris, you're man of the match, bro. Uh, for me, I'm going to go as Gaio. Yeah, that's Even good though shot. he only lasted like 50 some odd minutes. Good show. Good, good shit. Boys, we're going to quickly just jump on the uh, Maritimu game. That was the last game we missed out on. 
Um, 11 was as followed. Than in that 3.9. Wowzers. I didn't even see that before. Shades of the Barthay game. Matheus Reis, Kwach, Diomandi in the back line. Artur Gomes at left wing back. Bellerin at right wing back. Poitou Garth in the midfield. Trincão, Paulinho, Edwards up top. Substitutions of Inácio, Nuno Santos, Murita, Fatawu, and Ishgayu. Um, a game where we've seen Maritimu one nothing up early, I believe. I believe it was like yeah. the 15th, 20th minute, something yeah. like that. And then Sporting rallying back 2-1. And then a weird moments right at the end where uh, Azan got a red. Maritimu looked like they scored. Um, and, they and they didn't. Steph, I'll, I'll start this one with you. Um, thoughts on this game? They would have three shot, two gold. This, that. Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't have been the first time someone's done that to us this season. Oh, you, it's me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, so everyone got really quiet. <laughs> oh, I thought uh, I was I mean, <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm like, no one is smiling and shit. Um, <laughs> so, you know, this game was actually, uh, I thought we had everything under control, and then again, we complicated towards the end. Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm not getting, I, I'm happy the season is over. Let's put it this way. Um, because it seems like we could be a team that could beat anybody, but then towards the end, we kind of forget of who we are and we just decide to take a dump. Like, and then this game against Maritim was just that. I mean, I really thought they a perfect example. They scored 2 2, and the, the VAR intervened, the VAR intervened. The VR intervened, and I'm repeating myself because I'm doing it purposely, and they canceled the goal. The linesman called the foul, and the ref just ignored, the ref just ignored it. <laughs> Listen, but the VAR was there to help, okay? So why is the VAR able to to help in, in goals against smaller teams, against a team that's going to, to the second, to a playoff, well, possibly second division, they still have a playoff. Uh, against Stella Madonna. I hope but they go it's not, But it's not yeah, good enough against against Benfica. You see, now we can do a comparison. The VR intervene uh, against Maritim, but since it's Benfica, someone with a lot of weight, uh, let's not do it. But let's go back to this game. We won friends square, but we suffered the end for no reason. Again, we missed too many goals, which means we don't have a good striker. Uh, and I believe we should have at least three good strikers. I don't think two strikers is good enough. Uh, but, you know, nothing more to say about this game. We won friends square, but we a little bit of a scare towards the end because, again, silly, silly team, silly Amurin, we can never close it the proper way. Yeah. Yeah, um, Rich, I'll pass off to you. Oh, this is if, if someone said what's Portuguese football like, I would show them the last like 10 minutes of this game, yeah, and just say it's this. It is fucking shambolic chaos of highest order. It was just a mess. The fucking the linesman flagged for a foul, and the ref just fucking ignored him. He just didn't pay ridiculous. Like, Fuck this. Yeah. Like, did, did you have money on the game? Did you go? Did he go into business for himself? Like, what was he doing? But my favorite thing is the lines. The linesman flagged, 
And then the ref continued playing, and he acted like he didn't do that afterwards. When the Sparty yeah, players, I don't know if yeah, you guys yeah, noticed, yeah. when the Sparty players go to run to him, he's just like, they're like, oh, no. I didn't, I didn't he's like, what are you talking about? Nothing happened. It's like, bro, what? Like, bro, my brother in Christ. There is a stadium, not full, mind you, but a stadium with about 30,000 people almost that saw you just not. Plus cameras. Pay attention. Plus, yeah. Multiple camera angles. Plus, yeah, plus at least, like, 20 or 30 cameras that showed you just not look at, just not acknowledge what Wild. was going on. Like, Wild. brother. Oh, this. And this is why I really yeah. hope England pushed that, uh, the the referee audios, because it's clear that Portugal only do shit if England do it. Yeah. So, if, I, I, I mean, yeah. the rest of the world, really, but Portugal specifically. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the French, they... Uh... They made, the French league also. They started. They started. They were, I think the they French were the first ones. Already. Actually, that's a good point. They they trialed it this season. I think a couple yeah. times yeah. for like they did like a few uh, trial games. I think I don't know if it's confirmed they're using it for next season, but it would not shock me if they did. And that's why I, mean, I, I think it's helpful because like they do it in rugby already. Not rugby. What for about not, the, the the NFL? They NFL NFL. You get it. NHL does because the NHL is not. A don't get to hear the communication though between. No, we don't get to hear the communication. The but he comes out and explains. Yeah, at least he explains the call. Yeah. They have, they have an, yeah, they have an official like explain what's what the call is and why they did it. NBA and NBA That's too. Like, when they fuck up a play, or if there's like a weird call at the end of the game, they'll come out and they'll say like, "This was the call that was made. This is why yeah. we made the call." And if it's incorrect, they'll say, "You know what? No, this call was incorrect in in hindsight. This this was the wrong thing. Whatever." That's fine, because you know what? You're a human. You're going to make a mistake. But for the love of God, like, just own up to it. I, I respect if you say, hey, I fucked up. It happened. Then you just sit there and try to act like you're holier than thou. That's what pisses me off by Portuguese refs. Personally, to acknowledge they're wrong. Personally, for the VAR to function uh, in, in Europe, it has to be international. Seriously. I'm not yeah. kidding about this. Yeah. It has to be governed by an international agency. It needs to. It can't be up to the individual national. Federation. I mean, in theory, is FIFA considered an international agency? It'd be FIFA, or, or at the very least, UEFA. UEFA in would this, use this all case, UEFA. FIFA has no control over the UEFA yeah. leagues, but they could. They should create one and mix and match. Uh, it would pay off also for the referees. They'll be, be making a little bit more money because now they'll have the uh, uh, they'll be elevated to a higher standard because they have to be referees in Italy, in Portugal, in France, and England. Yeah, you might be refing in Italy next week, and then the Netherlands next week, and then Portugal yeah. for a couple weeks, and then you might move to Spain for a week, and then you're this, in England for a month. Why it's like... called European Union anyway? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, U, the U.S. is much bigger than Europe, and those these referees they fly all over. The, the over to you, yeah, yeah, they fly all over. The like, Canada too and shit like that. Yeah, so they could do it if they really wanted to, but it's 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 like very traditional. Uh, in Portugal, so I'm Portuguese, but why? It, I don't care. I'd rather just see the right call be made. Open your mind, because then the corruption is out, is out the window. Well, not necessarily. Mm. Not necessarily, <laughs> but I think you. you but in practice, the biases at least. Yes. The, the referee is no, yeah, not going to no be. Much more certain different. people, right? Like my 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 favorite thing that kind of annoys my favorite thing in quotation that annoys me about Portugal is that they won't um like for example uh, they won't have like a Lisbon 
official for like Sporting Befica games or whatever. They'll have somebody from Algarve or whatever, or like Queen or North or whatever. As if it fucking matters. Yeah, Portugal isn't made up of three clubs, bro. For like ninety, like six percent of the people, you know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, personally, that's just me. I mean, I would love to see it. it it's all about the integrity. And then uh, I think a lot of referees, they still lack lack of integrity, to tell the truth. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's a good point you bring st- to, Steph, because then that makes like the standard of refereeing the same across all leagues. It's not going to be different between, you know, Portugal and then Holland so that when a Portuguese team plays a Dutch team, there, I, one thing I've noticed with Sporting in Europe is we're always expecting calls that we're going to constantly get in the Portuguese league. That we, yeah. it's just, it's not a thing elsewhere. Portuguese so, teams are too used, are so used to anti jogo that they expect it when they go and play other teams. Other teams are like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Get up. No, they're also like Portuguese teams like Sporting, Befica, and Porto. They expect to get every call against yeah, them because yeah. they get it here at home. Whereas, like, so it, it could be the softest the of calls. Different. Yeah. Because, because technically, if you if you if you th- think about it, and then you say, okay, I am just a Champions League fan. I only watch games from the Champions League. That's what you see on every game. Yeah, referee teams from different countries. That's what you see. You see, uh, Sporting against uh, Arsenal. Who was the referee from the last game? Maybe from Germany. I don't remember. I think it was a German guy, actually, for one of the games. Was he? Okay, there it is. I think it was a German for at least one okay, of the games. Okay, so, so there it is. It's going. It's happening now. So it could really happen if they wanted to. The, the, the problem is they don't want to. And that's what it is. They just don't. If they really wanted transparency, the audio. To be fair, James, I think they do have a system of promotion and allegation for the reps. They do. They yeah, do. they do. Yeah. They absolutely do. A point system they have for Yeah. But it doesn't work that well because you still have the same bullshit. Well, I mean, just because you're at the top, just be, you could still be the, just the best of the shitty, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's the best for? I feel like the best Portuguese rep is Pinheiro or some shit. Or Suarez. He's Diaz. definitely in the top three. Suarez, yeah, yeah. Suarez, yeah, yeah. Suarez, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're up there. Yeah, he was. Or the no, guy that we always get. Arturo Suarez Diaz got a great funny. note, and he could ref the uh, Conference League final, right? Who's yeah. the guy we always get? Verissimo, I think. <laughs> It's a good thing they they came up with a conference league uh, so our referees can actually be part of it. Be part of big competitions. Yeah. Oh, that's a they had one. a Portuguese ref for the fucking Real Madrid City first leg, and they had nothing but complaints. I'm like, I'm so happy the rest of Europe gets to see the bullshit we put up with. Yeah, and then UEFA <laughs> was like, actually, he had a great game. And I'm like, no, he fucking did. <laughs> did you watch the same game as I did? Yeah, there was a goal that probably should have been disallowed at the minimum. <laughs> um, quickly back to this Meritimo game. I just wanted to get one last opinion. Nobody wants to talk about it, really. Do we uh, have to? <laughs> yeah, do we no, have no, no. To? Just one quick thing. One quick thing, and it's it's about Adan. <laughs> I'll start with you, Chris. Oh, I mean, the, the goal ended up getting disallowed. So, do you think it was correct in giving him the red card? And then, what did you think about the debacle afterwards of us trying to uh, basically? Um, Get the red card rescinded or whatever. That it didn't matter because what is the fuck? I mean, I, 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 I think that he, I'm, I guess I'm okay, kind of with him getting the yellow at first yeah. because right he does like get in the ref's face. But the thing is, the ref did not keep that criteria because there are player because like as we would know, right within five minutes this would escalate to be crazy, and many of the players are t- like a lot of people are touching the referee and. 
the standard of if you touch me, you're getting a yellow was not continued. Otherwise, there would have been like 10 players who got yellows. Yeah, so there would be guys getting kicked out every game. So then I review it, and I'm like, he's so he's the only one that got a yellow? Like, no, I don't think he should have gotten it. But I actually would have made more sense if he started just kind of handing him out, then everyone would have chilled out, to be honest. Um, but just because the goal got overturned, um, I don't think that that should have canceled out the yellow because the yellow wasn't related to the play. It was a, a, a unrelated to the play, you know? So I can see why it was upheld. He tried to argue that on the field, like, oh, it should be yeah. canceled now because the goal got ruled out. But yeah, I don't, I think that the ref, like, I don't think he handled it well, but I think he at least made like the correct like, yeah. decision to not rescind it. I think there needs to be some sort of rule there. If you make the wrong decision and the player freaks at you and you get, get a card <laughs> yeah. for it, everybody gets, you should, gets one. Uh, you you should take it away. I feel, I feel, yeah. I feel there should be a rule on that. I mean, uh, it, it could have, if he wanted to take it away, he could have done it, but it takes like a strong character and our referees don't have it. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, they don't have the cojones to say and use the common sense. You know what? We fucked up. It should have been a foul. I'm going to withdraw the, the yellow card. They just don't have it in Portugal. They do. No, they don't. Portuguese refs hate to admit they when they're into wrong. themselves. They, they, they have a strong personality that won't allow them to step down. I've seen it in the NBA, roughly saying, hey, NHL is the worst. NHL refs fucking don't are great at the games. <laughs> like, yeah, they're NHL refs. If you're looking for a comparable Portuguese refs, they just call guys for the sake. There's a ref on tape who literally just got fired. The reason he got fired was because he got caught on a hot mic going, "Yeah, I just wanted to call a penalty on them to fuck them early on." <laughs> literally on like mic so the nhl had to stop actively micing up their guides for broadcasts like tnt and, and the tbs broadcast and shit because that one guy i'm like every ref does it he's just the one dipshit who got caught that's what happens in portugal don't tell me that doesn't happen to some extent in portugal sometimes like they just don't want to admit they're wrong and they're like fuck it i'm, I'm sticking by my call yeah <laughs> Not to shit on Portuguese people, but have you met how stubborn Portuguese people are? I love my people, my ancestors, you know, but I'm full of this. Buddy, do you know how many, you know how many stupid hills too. I'm willing to die on? Like, believe me, I know. <laughs> my father was telling me, you know, this happened the other day. You know, when you buy me, because I, I I'm going to buy him a phone here in the U.S. He wants an iPhone 8. And in Portugal, apparently, they don't, they don't sell them anymore. So I said, oh, I found your phone in 414. He said, okay, great. Make sure it's unblocked. Like, make sure it's not blocked. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? The blocking and on unblocked. That shit doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I went online and they said, uh, buy the phone unblocked for 114. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I but that's how we are built with that. That's, yeah, yeah, it's in our blood. But again, the, the, the tie against Mifika, the 2 2, they deserve the tie. Don't get me wrong. They I predicted they were going to tie, actually. I told me that. They're not going to win. They're going to tie. But we had enough chances of 3 nothing. We could have yeah. killed the game. I'm not taking away, you know, the the pressuring moments of if he get in the second half because we gave it to them or they yeah. earned it because they're winning, 
he chose to play the Italian way, which we we're not that good. We, yeah. We're not Italian. That's all. In my opinion, I'm with you, Steph. It's I don't think it's deserved. I don't think that's the right word. I think we deserve to win this game. We did more than enough. That first half especially, total domination. Oh, yeah. And then the second half, even though we fucking parked the bus, we, we should have scored a counter. Maybe we you know what I mean? Play. I've seen Mourinho do it a million times. We fucking bus because we don't have a good enough team for that. We don't have a yes good and no. I, I agree. We do, we do. I agree that we shouldn't have parked the bus because we don't have that team for that. We have a team that loves possession, so we should have like looked exactly. more for possession exactly. with you. But a winning team, I look at Mourinho and what they fucking did against Leverkusen, for example, yeah. and what they're going to do in the Europa League final. A you know winning what I team you know what I knows love, how to fucking way. drop the blocks and just defend okay. them. And, and, and uh, Jose Mourinho plays for is the coach of what? An Italian team. Yeah, exactly. But he's yeah. done that with almost every team he's played with, too, to some extent. I think that yeah. it's funny because I, I saw multiple discussions uh, with mutual people that we all follow on Twitter saying, I'll come for every Portuguese person. Uh, like, we rip on every Portuguese coach for trying to play defense when they win. Like, for that sense, we ripped on him, even though we did get results for a bit. It's like, but Mourinho, we give a pass. Like, I don't know, because Mourinho is kind of funny, at least. <laughs> no, because Mourinho wins too. And Mourinho, and <laughs> Mourinho wins. Part. And Mourinho wins way more than the average Portuguese coach. So we're willing yeah. to give him the pass because he's at least proven with if he has a say and he builds the team, it works. Yeah. Whereas every other Portuguese coach has, outside of Euro 2016, has pretty much failed at that type of fucking structure. Of, Let's just play defense. Like Carlos Quiroz played with like four center backs at the 2010 World Cup. <laughs> He lined up. He lined up a game with Pat Bruno Alves, Ricardo Carvalho, and Ricardo Costa. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he had one of the playing midfield, and we fucking we still fucking drew or tied. I'm like, bro, house, house way. Like every Portuguese coach has ever tried it outside of Mourinho has failed miserably, or at the very least had very limited success. So that's yeah. why we give. That's why I think to answer we some of those things, we give him. We give him the pass. Let me quickly run through some uh, some transfer rumors. Uh, we're not going to get too into it. I think the last podcast will have everybody here, so I think that's more appropriate than us talking about transfers. And yeah, because we're going to be wrapping up the, season. the last game. But let me just mention them. Fatawu possibly going to Riwaf seems very likely, at least. At least more. It was a lot last week of the murmurs. Um, yeah. Biatek, even though today there was a report saying that we're not interested in him. His name keeps on coming up in the media. Scary they hours. Do, they if, could do, if this they could the do better than the attack. Exactly. Bellerin, Luis Neto, and John Lucas of Monaco to be decided soon. Um, and there was one more that I wanted to mention. I mean, in terms of Mudalidad, João Mach. Ugart, of course, linked heavily to Liverpool, also to Villa. Um, Pot's name still is out there. Spartan declined 10 mil for, for Nuno Sons for Nice. Um, Bellerin, speaking of Bellerin, champion of uh, Spain, uh, probably the only person with a trophy in that team this year. Got to share nope. it in their, their victory speech, good for him. Facts from uh, Busquets. And uh, the one that I wanted to discuss with all of you guys that I forgot to mention in the Befica game, I want to know all your guys' opinion on um, the invasion that Befica had, kind of for our own fault from the sausage, selling tickets to, to Befica fans, Though at a price, at a premium, which I'm not mad at. Get your money. Get, get back, like two, get back. I heard it was like two fifty for one of these for some of these tickets. Fair enough. But I want to know your guys' opinion on that. Um, 
there was RTP, I think it was, or Seek was saying there was fans leaving the stadium because around them where they sat for years, it was just Befica fans and they didn't want any issues. Um, Steph, as the as the Tuga here, as the true Tuga here, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, as a Tuga that's that's Americanized, uh, yeah. so I've been, I, I, I know both sides of the house. To me, it's okay. Uh, I mean, I've been going a lot of away games recently. I'm with staff on this I, one. I mean, I've like only been going away games recently because uh, since I've been living in New York almost. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's just different. It's just different. It's just different. It's yeah. different here than it is there because people yeah, people yeah. in Europe take things too far. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let, let's put it this way: you a season holder, take it. You know, you 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 buy the tickets for it. Your Eagles fan, you're an Eagles fan, you buy a ticket for the whole season. You buy your seat, you know, like your spot. New York Giants, there's a waiting list to buy a licensed seat. And Same they, with the Eagles. The Eagles have a waiting list. They pay yeah. like $15,000. Yeah. It's book of money. So they know how to make money, but they can sell their tickets. Mm-hmm. And there's there's nothing the Eagles can do. Because it's just. Yeah, people do, people do it all the time. They buy a season ticket, but for the games they can't go to, they sell it. You want. And yeah. the club. Shouldn't shouldn't really be upset, or the fans shouldn't be really upset, because I already paid the club. The money, the money. Yeah, they already got the money. If I want to make money out of it, it's none of your fucking business to tell the truth. I get it, you know, because if it's me and Chris sitting next to each other and Richard, you know, next to me too, it's just I'm like, like should you as a sporting but, fan like be willing yeah. to me? I'll be like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's like yeah. It, no one gives a shit if you sell your ticket to an extra deal fan, but it's like a Benfica fan, yeah. you know? Yeah. But Just same, before yeah. they're about to win the title, too, potentially. Yeah, at the same That's time, it wasn't that bad. I, I saw my, 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 much more green than red. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I saw that little section of uh, Benfica 2,500. And it kind of extended uh, a out bit, a little yeah. bit because yeah, the, the ones the that were unticketed just kind of went to that area or uncaged just kind of grabbed. I got to get the cops. They did a pretty good job of controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm not a big fan of ultra fans. I, I'm just not. I don't think they're necessary in football. Ultras, they, they just want to – chaotic they want to fight before the games after the games and i don't think we need ultras i'm not seriously i'm not a big fan of ultras to be fair i think a lot of the t- uh, like the guy who was like kicking people in the stand like i don't think that guy was an ultra i i literally I think just, you think he's just an asshole yeah look at my family my family is a split my wife is Bifikista. yeah my son is portuguese my daughter is Bifikista. what am i going to do there's nothing yeah. I can do. But I've told my wife and kids, we're never going to watch a Sporting Bifiki game because it's almost impossible. Because there's people yeah. people in Portugal, and it's, it's, yeah. you're right, it's not the same as in Canada or the States. No. People there take things too far. Yeah. And that's always been my biggest thing with, with ultras and ultra culture. I love when the ultras are making an awesome atmosphere and they're singing and jumping and clapping. That's different. But I don't the thing that people always forget is the dipshits that take things too far and decide I'm going to start a fight. I'm going to throw shit on the field and almost hit a guy with a flare. I'm going to rip up a seat in the stadium because fuck you, that's why. That's yeah, my problem I mean, with the ultras. At the, the beginning of the game, you see the Benfica fans and the Sporting fans the clocks, the, it's the same shit. It's By the way, they the, the, the section and they start insulting people. Bye, fucking yeah. 
<laughs> you know, right away for no fucking reason. You know? Yeah. The sporting clocks is the same thing when they yeah. got to lose. It's not any different. Super <laughs> is the same thing. But why? Why? Why is that necessary? Yeah. I'll never understand that. I will like we we got my dad. My parents are big hockey fans as well. My mom's a Montreal Canadiens fan. My dad's a Boston Bruins fan. Like that's like a sporting Benfica rivalry in North America. They hate each other. We got them tickets to uh, to a game at the Bell Center in Montreal for her birthday. That was her birthday gift, and she we dropped a bag on her, so she knows we love her. Uh, but they were sitting amongst like Montreal fans and Boston fans, and like there was no issues. Like everybody got along. So I mean, I'm, it should be done. It's just some people want to be out And it's all mixed. There's no problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just, yeah, I'm with you guys. I agree. Um, by the way, speaking of the fans, Steph, did you, uh, I know these two for sure have seen it. Have you seen the fan just before the Sporting, the Sporting Befica game, the Sporting Ista, who showed his ass to the, to the Befica Ultras? <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> Sorry, just have to mention that. Um, you just made me remember that when you were mentioning it. It was funny, but it was kind of funny, but at the same time, you know, I mean, you, you didn't be his ass. And kids and your nephews, your aunts, your grandma. Yeah. The, the kid looked no older than 18, but you know, yeah. I mean, that shit killed me. Couldn't have been, couldn't have been like Maggie Crusader or somebody. Had me, personally, I don't think I don't think any club should give any percentage to uh, of tickets to any any of uh, the other clubs. We own the, the stadium. We do whatever we want to fuck do with our stadium. I don't. I'm not going to give you tickets, and I'm not expecting you to give me tickets too. All it creates is confusion. So, and then fines and a lot of fines. I mean. Yeah. Again, I think Spartan paid a total of yeah, but four hundred thousand dollars in fines. But Spartan gets fines for fucking insulting our own president. How is that fair? How is that? It's, a fine? Not, it's not fair because because in Portugal it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of lunatics. I don't know who came up with this law that if I insult my president, I'm Spartan. Spartanista. I'm insulting. You're to you gonna get a fine. What the hell? What did we do to you? We didn't do anything to you. Like we did it to ourselves. Fuck you. They're making money. It's all a money laundering scheme at the end. You know how much it is a money laundering scheme. You know how much it is per yellow card? It's two fifty. Yeah. A red card is five hundred. Look, I'd be giving I'd be making sure everybody had at least a card by the end of the game. I'd be giving you a card for looking at me the wrong way. If I'm a Bruiser and then he was uh, the referee, then he's done two feet. He's fast. He's going to name 150 amarelos. Here's the commission. Say less. It is your bonus. It is your bonus. Yeah. Buddy, if I was a ref and I knew that, I'd be making sure, I'd be giving the whole bench a yellow card. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a company man. Hell yeah. I'd have, I'd, be, I'd have a yacht by mid-season. These fans are a joke. It's like yeah. even when our, our fans go to rewab and they misbehave, instead of making rewab that's responsible for the stadium, they have to pay for uh, for for security. We still pay fines. Yeah. It's like uh, Sporting didn't tell these fans to go to the fucking stadium. Why is Sporting paying these fines? It's, yeah. I don't get it. I just the fine should be up to the host, whoever the host club is, unless it's something Sparty. really. Unless it's something really egregious, yeah. It's Unless like, it's something really egregious, it's up to the host team. To the host team, in my opinion. Beef up security, then I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see 
I, I don't see the Yankees paying penalties for Red Sox fans misbehaving. You don't have that kind of shit here. But then again, you don't have people doing that type Bro, of shit here very often. Toronto FC fans and Montreal fans got into a fight like two weeks ago. No fines. No <laughs> fines are handed out. <laughs> just, just love, just passion. And a Toronto <laughs> FC well, guy. You, you kicked them out of the stadium. Go find that's outside, it. Bro. That's exactly, exactly. what they did. They that's exactly it. That's all, that's, it. that's all that's needed. Go play. Uh, one one TFC fan threw something at a player at the end of the game, and I think that guy got banned for life too, Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The clubs uh, will be struggling, and the solution is to give them fines and give them fines. Yeah, so, let's so let's find the shit out of these teams. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> One time, Vitoria got fined for someone outside the stadium versus Mureles using fireworks. <laughs> oh, fucking way. Actually, yeah, I believe that. That's, I believe that. I, I mean, the five of us could put Bifika jerseys and make a big, a big fucking fuss and yeah. find some Bifika. That might be the play. That might That's be true. the honesty. That might be a play. smart move to make. That might be a smart move. <laughs> it's stupid. I don't agree but with that. But that wouldn't tell us having to put on Bifika jerseys. Uh, yeah, I, my so. skin might burn off, though. But It's uh, like at the pavilions. Why do you have to give X amount of tickets to, to our rivals? And vice versa. It creates a lot of uh, potential fights. It should be the club owns the pavilion. No, we're not going to give you any. We're not expecting you guys. We're just putting it on sale, general public, whoever buys and buys them. That's fair, but I also think it's uh, it's a, it creates a prop. It creates more hostility. Like in Turkey, for example, only Fenerbahce fans can go to derbies. Like if a Beşiktaş fan goes in there, one, you're asking to die. Yeah. But Turkey two, it's just not allowed. I don't know how they the inner workings around it, but it's just not allowed. And I think that's what causes a lot of the hostility. So I, I, I'm I'm for what the sport thing sausage did. I mean, fair enough. You it happens the in money. North America, all and the time anyway, it shows it shows Portugal. And maybe this is credit to even this administration because I know that they've been trying to push this for a while. It shows it shows Portugal that you know fucking have rival fans around. We're we're all watching and supporting our team. So long as we do it in a respectful manner, all is good. Because when I was 19 or 20, now I can't remember, but I believe I was 19 years old. I went to the to the Stadio Luz to watch Benfica tie against Sporting 1-1. And going in there was a struggle. Coming out was even worse. My boy got slapped in the back of the head. He was wearing a Braga jersey. <laughs> and girls at the wrong shit game. like that. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's confused, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, and, I'll say. And, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, bro, that doesn't happen in, in many other countries aside from, from Portugal. Uh, bro, you go to England and... I, you know, you the, one a, a Liverpool fan, a Liverpool fan like. can walk amongst United fans. It's not an issue, and that's well, probably the biggest I, rivalry. But it, it took a while for them to beat that way. They had of a big course, looking at for years. Yeah, of course. In the eighties and nineties, it wasn't that way. The whole of course, course, of course, of course. Uh, of course. Uh, I'm not saying otherwise. It's just a culture, and you know, but but Portugal will never be that way because first of all, uh, it's like we said before, it's Sporting Benfica Porto. That's all. Everybody there, there's no want for them to just change the culture, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. They need, but, they need the people at the top need to also want to have change, and they're all content. They don't even like know how to make money, and we've spoken about this several times. Uzjavala thinks it's Javala. They could have Prudential saying, "We'll pay twenty million a year to call Prudential," and they'll say no because it has to be called Uzjavala. How much do I have to pay to call it the Richard Nevis uh, Stadium? <laughs> just sponsored by me. I, I, I it's a we need money. Why, why would it matter? You know, but 
e, e speak to a sportingista from Portugal. Epá, vocês são americanos, não percebem nada desta merda que isto aqui yeah. é portuguesa. And I'm looking and I'm like, even the Pavilion's name, they finally put the name Cristiano Ronaldo, man, which is a great name. But we're not making money out of him. No. It was a gift to him. He's an account, that's why. It, but we could have, you know, have like an insurance company or whatever paying up to, for their name. Look, have it be the Superbox Stadium of fucking fantastic shit. I don't care what you call it. It's, you're leaving money on the table. Yeah, I, I give I give up to trying to make sense with uh, Portuguese, European uh, soccer because, like, that's a Portugal. They should have, like, in the Super Bowl, like, a, a show. A, a, a halftime show. Half-time. They do a bit of a show before the game, but... <laughs> José Cid, vocês sabem José Cid. Ele é da you're, you're, you're asking for a halftime show across the Portugal. You're getting, jo- you're getting 15 minutes of Jorge Pereira. They put cheerleaders, they, they should be going to Jack Lelaine or Carano. Estádio do Continente, bro. <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> let's, let's uh, lastly move on to, uh, to Mudalidades. Uh, like I mentioned, Joel Mach uh, renewed his contract. Yeah. Since the last time we we spoke, yeah, last time we spoke, we we discussed the, uh, the Champions League uh, loss. Yeah, this is what's happened since. Uh, so yeah. Handball basically blew the title by losing to Porto yeah. Uh, yeah. by one. So now they are um, up by one point on us. So I think there's two games left. So basically, just need them to choke. They probably won't. Um, I think our one of our two games left is a hard game. Benfica maybe. Yeah. So yeah, we're fucked in handball probably. Yeah. Um, hockey swept the quarterfinals two nothing, and now they're up one nothing in the semi against Barcelos. Basketball swept Lusitania two nothing in the quarterfinals, and now they're up two nothing against Porto as of today in the semi. So one more win. They'll be in the final. Uh, I mean, also they're up two nothing in both games in Porto, so now they're coming home. Just need we're to going win back to uh, Yeah. Yeah. So okay. just need to win one in the in the final. Um, futsal swept the first round as well, and now they are um, in the semis and have played no games yet. And they're going to play Leoish Port Salvo. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was it. Ladies finished their season. They finished second. That was already determined. They played their last game last weekend. They won four, four nothing. Yeah, and yeah. I, th- I think that's it. Right? Anything else, Steph? No, like you said, just to confirm with you guys, the uh, the next game for handball it's against Bifika at home. And then, uh, just to make it fun, Port- Port- players against Vitoria, easy game for them. And then the last game of the season will be against, we'll play against Maya, which we should be able to win it. And the Port- still depends on Port. Porto players against Madeira Saad, which they've been playing good at home, but I don't see Porto losing against them. Yeah. So, so I think. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. There's a big thing that you forgot, Chris. The ladies' rugby in seven, they were champions of Portugal. Mm. Uh, that's a big deal. I mean, you know, they have a small budget in comparison to all the other modalities, and they still pulled it off because we figured they beefed up the, their ladies. And uh, in uh, and I know people will make fun of this, but I'll say the table tennis will become champions as well. <laughs> Fucking let's go. Hey, that's all we have, can <laughs> That's I? all we got. We got think we can get. I'm not thinking paintball we might win. 
We got paintball. I've been begging for a darts team for like five years. <laughs> hey, listen. We do have paintball. Nuno Gabriel got a paintball jersey. I saw Nuno Gabriel got a paintball jersey. I was like, what? <laughs> no world. Respect. I didn't I know they sold they it. I was mm. the, a Matraquilis uh, uh, tournament. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'd kidding. be pro. No, I wouldn't. I'm just yeah, and then we would have international teams like me and, and, and uh, Chris we're from Philly. So we yeah. play in Canada against you guys. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at Matrakids. Can I do? Can I? I'm that wasn't right. bad. I'm we had right. it. At, we had it in my high school cafeteria, so we would all play. I have it all. That's okay. I have it home. I have it in my parents' house yeah. too. Okay, never mind. I have Rich, I hope you're good, bro. Sporting I have no clue what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, um, Jitoni. Oh yeah, that's fine. like the that's table good. soccer. Yeah. The table soccer. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, sick. Yeah, I bought it from Portugal. It cost me. Like seven hundred dollars. They shipped it and everything. Holy! Wow. Yeah, yeah. What's the What's the teams though? Is it red against green? Mine's red, red against blue. So I guess it's I, most of them are red and blue. Ours, ours growing up was red against blue. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, my, mine is a uh, sporting. I'll show it to you guys. Mine's a sporting Benfica, of course. Because yeah. is, is it custom? Custom kits? Yes, I'll show it to you. Guys. Oh, sweet. So yeah, so I'm I'm gonna get out because then the echo will fuck it up. Yeah. Sick. While we wait for that, boys, let's uh, lastly just plug it again. I'll give away. Yeah, go, guys. Look. Well, that's that's a nice table, actually. That's really nice. Yeah. See, look. Sporting. He's got the stripes and everything. Oh, that's nice sick. Hey, sweet. It's yeah. in pristine the... condition, too. The balls. Nice. Yeah, it's... it's... It's brand new. I mean, I use it with uh, fr American friends. They come, they come over here, and then I have to teach them the rules. Uh, yeah. They start playing roulette. They say, "No, it's not roulette, Karai. You're gonna break my shit." Oh, okay. I didn't know this shit. It's rules. Yeah, that's know. rules. Yeah, it costs money, bro. <laughs> and then they get, they really get into it too. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Shit. People can yeah. get competitive about anything. <laughs> yeah, I have some. I have some bizarre friends. I have a couple that's uh, from Honduras, uh, Carlos and Sujapa, great friend of ours. Um, then I have uh, 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 Tim and Jennifer, background is Italian. Then I have uh, um, Michelle and Tripp, uh, American Italian too. Uh, Tripp is, is, is a white boy, but <laughs> very he's diverse. A manji, he's a manji gig. Yeah, dynamic <laughs> friends. It's uh, of course, my, my best friend is George Oliveira, but I haven't seen him in a while, actually. So, you know. So, yeah. Oh, shit. We're talking about the podcast. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Last little bit here. Again, we're going to no, plug no. it away wherever the fuck I put it. I think I put it here, but it's in our notes. Hey, watch page. your fucking language. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> Mal Guys, Mal subscribe. <laughs> yeah, for, I've been saying for this in Caraglio. And... Yeah, I know. <laughs> That was, that was that was the best backstage fucking uh, put together video. <laughs> <laughs> then they stopped it. I liked it better when they said, "Can I?" Can I? Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Like everybody says it, we know More what authentic. they're saying. Exactly. <laughs> All right, last yeah. last plug for today. Uh, giveaway. We're gonna be giving this uh, shirt away uh, once we hit a thousand subs. We are at, I want to say nine sixty eight, nine sixty nine, something like that. So we're inching. We're inching closer. 
Uh, all you have to do is uh, subscribe to the channel and then take a screenshot, reply to the pinned tweet at sportsing160 underscore en on Twitter. The links will also be in the description for all of our social channels, including that. So please do enter. It means a whole hell of a lot. Exactly. Dave, can't wait to win this. I can't wait for Dave to win this as well. Uh, we'll fix it in your honor, Dave. Just don't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, boys, normally I would ask for predictions on the end of the season, but we all know who's going to win it. We all know who's going down. Doesn't doesn't matter at all. I hope uh, uh, Spartan went in futsal, basketball, and okay, but Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters at this point. Uh, big podcast coming soon, guys. But before that, last one, uh, make sure to give Rich a follow there. A Chris a follow there. Don't forget about Sam. Shout out to Sam who couldn't make it today for the after the the after hours. Myself there, the Patron Steph. More importantly, Spartan one sixty underscore en on Twitter. And um, we'll see you soon. Viva Sporting. Viva. Viva.